Tēnā koutou. You're listening to a Tātai Ahorau Core Education Podcast. Kia ora koutou. Ko Rochelle toko ingoa. My name's Rochelle and I'm part of the learning experience team at Core who help to co-construct and develop online learning. I'm here today with Amir Aman and she's going to talk to me today about working with people to develop their skills and abilities to become a coach and mentor and then go back to their own school, their own kura and implement that. Kia ora Amira. Kia ora Rochelle. Could you think of an example that of someone you've worked with or a group you've worked with who you've helped teach those skills of becoming a coach or a mentor and then going back to their own school, their own kura, and how they managed to implement that and how it went. Sure. I can actually think of a, a school whom I've had a relationship with for the last couple of years. That might be a good example here. And they're really typical in the sense that often what I find is that leaders and kāko, for that matter, really want to develop their own mentoring coaching skills themselves. So that's usually the first point, that they really want to develop those skills. Usually they're in some sort of uh, position of responsibility, team leader, um, HOD, senior leadership, etc. And they really want to be able to have the skills to grow others and that really is a sort of a coming into their understandings of leadership that are beyond their perhaps their curriculum uh, knowledge or uh, whatever it is that they are experts in they really see that in leading they need to have those skills to be able to draw the best out of others so that's usually where it starts so I worked with this particular group where it started off with the um, principal and the DP um, who came along to one of our online courses. And they were really there first and foremost to develop their own skills because they and then in turn would develop their team leaders. And this is particularly for this uh, school that had some changes in staff and they were really about wanting to build a really effective mentoring coaching uh, culture within their school. So uh, the two of them came along uh, to actually one of our online courses and really focused on themselves and developing those skills. But they always had a a greater goal, as you said. How can we then take that back uh, to our context to be able to grow that for everyone else? And so there's two things really going on there. One is our confidence in how we, individually or with a group, can mentor and coach others so that they can be the best that they can be. And of course, always our outcome for that is for improved outcomes for our tamariki. But the other side of that is how then as leaders can we set up some systems and processes within our school, within our service, within our kura that enables everyone to experience that mentoring and coaching. And it's fair to say that this is really topical at the moment because with professional growth cycle that shift away from appraisal, everyone's looking at how do we do this well? You know, how do we really genuinely do a mentoring and coaching cycle that isn't just a tick box, you know, for appraisal? And that requires a skill set. So it does start with ourselves and how it is that we we develop those skills. And so that was super successful, you know, for the leaders of this school, they focused on themselves and then they went back to their context and set up the uh, the systems and processes. And then what was also awesome that they did is that they then sent along their other leaders, their other team leaders and their kāko to learn about the same things in the same course. 
So the goal of that is that everyone is speaking the same language because the key for mentoring coaching is understanding how that relationship works. It's not expert to novice. It's not, I'm going to tell you how to teach. I'm going to tell you how to solve the issues in the classroom. And so if we can all have some collective understanding, and that's that culture of coaching in your context, if we've all got that collective understanding, then those relationships work in that way. Kāko or team leaders then know, or HODs, you know, uh, middle leaders, all know that when they're entering those mentoring coaching uh, relationships, that it's about what they are bringing. It's about what it is that they would like to focus on and how they can grow, you know, whether it's their tamariki or whomever it is that they're working with in their context. And they're supported by systems that allow that. You know, there's time uh, for these things to occur. You know, whether it's dropping one of your staff meetings and it occurs and that stuff. Whatever the logistics are that the leaders have put Um, in place. And so what we also see then is a collective understanding of ways of talking. What is the language we use? What are the sort of frameworks that we use in in mentoring and coaching? And when that becomes a collective phenomenon, then we are all in the the place where we can learn and grow, you know, it's to a kanatena from one another in a way that I can see super successful for this um, school. And it's so exciting to see. And, you know, it hasn't been easier. I promise you that. It hasn't been easy or linear. Probably in this description of it, it sounds as if it might have been. But I, I promise you the, the principal, the DP and the, you know, those who are engaged in, in the course at the moment will tell you it hasn't been linear. But they've been learning and growing together with common knowledge and with common ways of speaking with one another and with a common purpose of that they're there to grow themselves, they're there to grow a system within their school that works in order to improve outcomes for all tamariki. Oh, kia ora. It's great to hear a real life example. And as you say, often when you're describing it, you think, oh, that sounds amazing and so easy. And obviously you mentioned it's not. And I wondered in this particular case, if you can think of any feedback from the staff. Yeah, great, Rochelle. So one of the things is an understanding of what mentoring and coaching is, because particularly, I think, for uh, this school, they had some brand new teachers who come in with perhaps a view that they don't know as much as others, so that there's that power imbalance first and foremost, that I'll go along to a mentoring session for the expert to tell me as the novice how to do it. And so it's a it's a re-establishing what that actually looks, and that's a mind shift, isn't it? And that's not to say, of course, as a beginning teacher, there are times where you do want your mentor or coach to guide you in some ways. But the shift is a general premise of, I own my own learning, I am directing my own learning, and I'm seeking out the support and ways going to help me um, do that. And the second thing that I would say is that staff coming and going. So with changes of staff, creates a, a moment of realignment or a view or how do we keep growing those who are along the journey with their mentoring coaching while also supporting those who are new to develop that knowledge without feeling as if they are weren't there from the beginning of the journey. So they are definitely challenges that, that this school uh, really did grapple with but did so well in doing it. You've been listening to a Tata Yahoro Core Education podcast.